Hi, I'm Chief Bob Vasquez. And I'm Dr. Jose Lugo Santiago. Welcome to Leaders and Futures. Let us have a new kind of conversation, one about leading as futures emerge, are yet to happen, or plainly need to be reimagined. Someone has said that the best way to predict the future is to create it. Although it's impossible to predict the future, one thing is certain, you must lead in it. It's time to think differently about leading. This podcast is powered by the Institute for Leadership and Strategic Foresight. Let's get started with today's discussion on leaders and futures. Hola, Lugo. How are you doing? I'm doing good, Chief. You know, I uh, I understand that uh, last time we talked about recognition and you still had a few things to say. So uh, what are your thoughts? Uh, well, why, why were you so, so kind of... You got uh, me. You know, going. I need to you, talk about this. You know, I, I get you going for the week for, for working out, and you get me going uh, about mm. thinking about stuff. And I, I don't know if you've ever had those conversations where, after you're done, you think I should have said this. Ah, you see, that's you, why. Yeah, yeah. And okay. uh, so anyway, I've been thinking more about the recognition and um, and what you would, were saying and had said. And I think the the key to it, uh, Lugo, is the the personalizing. Uh, because as as we finished uh, that conversation, I got to thinking, you know, if we have to, like any kind of communication, we have to speak in their language, not our language. We think we know what we're saying, but are they, is that, are we communicating that? Is the listener understanding the same thing that we think we're saying? And sometimes yes, sometimes no. But I think our, our perspective has to be, how can I say this so that he or she understands, not what I want to, to say, what they should hear. So, uh, so anyway, the as we were talking about recognition, personalization of it, I think, is critical. Uh, here's mm. my story. I uh, I was a civilian employee at the Air Force Academy for almost 20 years, and uh, for the first 16 years, I was in the Center for Character and Leadership Development. And and this story is, I'm glad I, I was in character because this person had a lot of character. Uh, his name is. Um, uh, Tom Berry, uh, he's a mm -hmm. retired colonel, and he was uh, the deputy for CCLD. And he was uh, he oversaw all of the civilians. And uh, in April, March, April, I don't know, we had those annual uh, feedback sessions that we have everywhere, you know, that mean nothing. Uh, but then we'd, <laughs> we would get a, uh, a bonus. And he, uh, Colonel Berry would always come around and ask, what do you want? Because the two things we got, either either time or money. What do, what would you prefer, either the time or the money? What would you want, or or you know, a combination of both? And uh, and I would tell him, and he would go on, and I would get whatever I chose. We all did. You told them a BMW. Uh, yeah, pretty, well, it never got. <laughs> I never got that much, but I got a little bit, you know, uh, for a tire. And, uh, uh, but anyway, the key is he came around and asked, personalized it. I, I want to recognize you. How should I recognize you? With money or time? Uh, mm -hmm. So anyway, I worked for him for 16 years or so, and then uh, we reorganized. And then I had, gosh, five or six supervisors after that and for three years, you know, in a period of about, of about three years. And none of them asked me. They they would mm -hmm. give me what they thought I wanted. And every time they go, it was the opposite. I didn't want the time or I didn't want the money, but they never asked so yes. something that was supposed to be positive, you know, recognition and the bonus and all that kind of stuff turned out to be a negative because 
and all, and all of us, you know, I think there were 12 of us, uh, got it, it was the same thing. We'd sit, there, sit around and say, did you get what you want? No, I didn't. And it's like, mm -hmm. how, how can they miss this? Well, they never asked. They never personalized it. So, uh, and here's another quick story. In fact, it happened in San Antonio. I spoke at uh, uh, San Antonio, Texas, well, University of Texas, TS, UTSA, mm -hmm. right? UTSA. Yeah, and I, as I was speaking, this a, a young group of uh, business uh, grads or students, and I, I told them, you know, uh, as because we, we were talking about recognition, and, I, and the same thing, I was telling them the same thing, and I said, you know, I speak a lot. I go out to, all over the country and speak. Please don't give speakers a, a plaque. We have enough plaques. I, I don't have a, any space on my walls anymore for plaques. And um, so I made my, my pitch. And at the end, they gave me a plaque. <laughs> <laughs> but they already had it. You know, they had already made it. So they hadn't heard my spiel before. Maybe they wouldn't have if I had done it before. But anyway, you know, when we talk about recognition, it's like, and as a speaker, I know you do the same thing. Lugo as an instructor, a teacher, the real recognition for me anymore is after I speak, come up and say thank you. Come up and shake my hand. Say hello. Say that you uh, understood something that I said. That's the real recognition. The point is, personalize it. I may say, I may think, man, uh, I love Lugo and I want to give him something in uh, appreciation. Uh, let me send him a BMW. But I know that you don't like BMWs. You're more of a Chevy oh. kind of guy. So oh. why why Ford? Ford. That's, that's Ford or right. whatever, whatever. It's it, it's a it's a process improvement, you know. Obviously, right? Strategy, <laughs> all that stuff. Yeah. I mean, all, still, all of those, all of those is there's a symbol. I mean, you look at all of those things that they do, you know, to build a car. It is or build a truck, right? It's it's amazing. So, yes. but yeah, go go back and then I have a, I have a point. Okay, <laughs> well, have a point the, to make, a point of order. Yeah, the, and the, and and the key is because uh, you said it at the, during the last uh, episode. What do we value? What what mm -hmm. do you value? Uh, today actually happens to be my wife's Deb's birthday, and that's hard to find out anymore because uh, you know we're thank goodness we're blessed. Uh, whatever she wants, she gets whenever she wants. So there's you know it's not a real special thing on her birthday. So uh, I I gave her she has a. Uh, a, a friend on Facebook, Brenda Gant, who is a, a cook and, and all that kind of stuff. She has millions of people that follow her and she's always wanted to meet her. So I'm going to work it out so I can go take her to Alabama where she lives so she can meet her. You know, she values that and she's going to love it when we do it. She won't like the trip because she doesn't like to fly. But nonetheless, that I think it starts with that. What does this person value? Which means we've talked about this a lot in leadership. You got to know your people. Well, the issue of value, what other people value, is an issue of communication. Yeah, it's just uh, basically what it is. And, and, and the issue of communication is and, an issue. And that, issue. that part of communication, though, Lugo, is the listening part. Mm -hmm. well, you can't the issue, tell them, you will like this. Well, or, the issue of communication is an issue of, it's an intellectual property. Because I have to be able to decipher what you are saying. Right, we talk always about the communication processes. You know, sender receiver feedback. Uh, so the sender is looking at the receiver, understanding which this is something we don't practice very much, uh, except if you're a salesperson. And when I mean a salesperson, that means if you're an idea salesperson, if you are a product salesperson, if you are, you name it. Right, if you are into sales, and uh, I doubt that someone who is uh, in, in leading an organization is not part of the sales force, because I would say 
If you're in leadership, you are part of that sales process. But what I'm saying is understanding why what value is, it means that I am communicating from your point of view. I understand where you are. I you know, send a communication. You come back to me. I decipher what that is in lieu of the uh, the point of view of in context of where you are. And then I'm also doing inquiry to ensure that you understand how I send the message the way I intended it to. So it requires also that you that you do that. So that's one. So the the, the issue of value is an issue of communication too. It's an issue of understanding uh, what value is from the perspective of the customer. So that means that I I am I am very involved with the customer, that I understand how the customer, let's say, use a tool. Uh, I understand the where this person use the tool of whatever it is. So because of that, I understand where this person needs me the most, meet my service the most, and whatever that is. Right. Uh, it could be advice. It could be mentorship. It could be teaching. It could be, uh, you know, leaders have multiple roles. And so because I know that, then I am able to plug myself, understand that person's point of view. I can make that person better. Right. And so that then I create value when the person begins to accept the the uh, the feedback the, the tool and starts using them in new ways and the person is being more productive in some particular way. And that person will decide what that is. So in all essence, that person will always define value. And that's what we say when we're thinking about uh, quality and ISO 9000 in the industry, we say, you know, the customer, is, the customer always define what quality is. I just need to be aware of what that is. Right. And so then I can understand what kind of rewards I'm going to Besto on the person, because one thing that I'm going to do, I understand that everything costs money. Everything costs some kind of resources. And what I want to do is I want to be able to reward a person in such way that I either increase this person's productivity, make the organization better. Also, other people who are watching, right? Because there's there's always that effect. There is the primary and secondary uh, audience. So those people that are around that person understand that I care deeply about this person in the organization. And third, I want this person to be an evangelist. So this person is going to be an evangelist for the organization because there's a lot of stuff that I can and cannot do. You know, I'm trying to promote a vision, but I'm not going to be able to do it by myself. So now I have this person is a convert, right? He's an evangelist, uh, he's spreading the, the message and the message is, hey, we care in the organization. We have a culture that that is going to help us accomplish all of these things. And we're just not saying words. Hey, this is my testimony. I You know, I once you see it, you can't deny it. And so you want to be part of that and you want to tell everybody. And that's what you want to do when we're thinking about recognition. It's it should be part of. Uh, something that the leader is thinking through and it should connect the organization and it should never be just, uh, hey, uh, like we used to tell commanders, hey, please don't say that. And so keep up the good work, right? Mm -hmm. That was the, the commander's line. We used to tell commanders, hey, hey, just don't say that. Just mean it. 
Right. Because what you want to do with some kind of recognition, your words and everything and your actions is to connect the organizations. So everyone in the organization become an evangelist and make the organization be the place that we we want to be, that vision that we of, of who we want to become. Right. Well, and, and, and recognition will take many different forms. I think that's really what we're saying. Sometimes I think, Lugo, the highest recognition is for you as a leader to be there. You know, uh, I'll tell you, I was uh, on, on when I was on active duty, uh, no one ever showed up for my graduations of uh, professional mili military education. The, uh, the NCO, NCO Academy, no one showed up. Leadership school, no one. From my unit, you know, my quote leaders, they didn't show up. Now, maybe they had reasons, but no excuse, sir. You know, it, to recognize someone's uh, outstanding uh, whatever work or, you know, and, and especially some of us who are not very good, at, uh, particularly scholarly stuff, like an academy, some kind of education, some kind of schooling or something like that. Those those of us that have to really work to make the grade, not like you, uh, you don't even have to study, but I have to study really hard. <laughs> well, <So> thank you. <laughs> someone, uh, someone from my unit, especially the boss, my supervisor to show up is huge recognition. Everything else, it doesn't matter, you know, and that, uh, yeah, again, well, when we give plaques, you know, certificates or whatever, and you put them up on the wall, you can look at them every once in a while. But what you will never forget is the feeling that you had because your boss showed up to be with you. It, yeah, sometimes it's expensive. Sometimes it's, uh, it takes time. Who cares? If you really want to recognize someone, be there and and it doesn't have to be that ex ex uh, expansive uh, it can be just being there i mean you know uh, i remember when i was a, what we called a senior enlisted advisor uh, being with my troops at in the middle of the night going out and seeing them when it, i was at fairchild air force base where you talk about snow it came down in feet you know and i used to go out there and visit can them. i can i say something yes sure i'm i'm glad i'm in texas go ahead continue <laughs> yeah. you wait we're gonna send it to toward you but anyway i'd go out there and visit uh, bring coffee or hot chocolate to the the airmen that were guarding the airplanes you know and they loved that i didn't do much other than that of course the chaplains were there with they're the ones that really pushed the, the program but uh but anyway just being there sometimes is the, the most the best thing you can ever do to recognize someone just your 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 presence it's a gift so presence is very important. I mean, I we used to have uh, a a chief at the uh, it, it, talking about Texas, right? Lackland Air Force Base when it was Lackland Air Force Base, right? And now it's Joint Base San Antonio. But uh, and uh, his name was uh, Kevin Isaacson. And Chief Isaacson, he talking about presence. So he he was present, and any and uh, he would go to all these places, and that's how he got his communication. And I remember the the base club. Uh, the, it was it was packed, and one of the reasons why it was packed is he knows he was there, and 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 he was there. And I remember I was going through a situation, and he came and talked to me, and he asked me, hey, "How you doing?" And uh, I heard this and that, and I asked him, "Huh, are your sources credible?" And he said, uh, "Yes," and he and then I asked him. And so how did you get this? Uh, where did you get this information? And so he raises his hands like, look around me. 
and, and so what he was saying is I get right here all the information I need. I, I'm listening for a ton of different points of view. I know what's happening in the organization. When you're talking about recognition and uh, in presence, I think about Chief I. Saxon because he was the uh, just a role model of all of those, a, a leader that cared and got his information from many different places. And so he knew all of us very senior in the on you know in the command under under his command uh you know we he knew each one of us and and he would come and talk with me for me that was recognition because he understood the kind of work that I that I had to do but you know one thing that that he was very keen on I did not have to go over there pick me pick me or or try to you, you know I didn't have to do that try to you know toot my horn or anything because he knew He knew the kind of work that I was, so I didn't have to do that. So all of all the stuff that I needed to do was to focus on the mission, and I'll focus on the mission because the rest, the rest was taken care of. I knew I had a leader that was around, taking information from a ton of different points of view, and he was clear what I was going, what I was doing. And when he had questions, he would come and talk with me. No, that's recognition, and it's very powerful. And I think for the for the follower, it gives a sense of just freedom right because you don't you don't have to try to be no you let your work create the words that's it mm -hmm. that's recognition yes yeah i like that and uh, something else that you said last week Lugo, that uh, struck with me all week is timeliness you know mm. the, yeah we have those yes. programs that every quarter we do this every year we do this blah 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 and that's the the formal thing which is Fine. I'm not sure how much of a value there is into that. Uh, into that, we can argue that. But nonetheless, the the real, like what we're talking about, the person to person, eye to eye recognition has to be timely. Do it right then. You know, uh, I'll keep. I'll write it down and come back and do. A, you know, recognize this person later. Well, especially if you're uh, pretty effective and you're getting around everywhere, you'll never get back. You know, eventually it's like me. I'll see the note and say, "What the heck was this?" It, it, so there's a name, but I can't remember who or what uh, because I, I've, there's too much uh, going on. You know, so you, uh, you're absolutely right. I, uh, speaking of past bosses, I was just thinking of her because I saw her come up on Facebook this morning. Uh, Brenda Liston was my boss at uh, in Ramstein when I worked in family support, and she carried around this. Uh, I think it was a card or a coin that said "Caught Caring." And the idea was when you, uh, especially in family mm. support, when you found someone that was doing what we uh, described or uh, defined as caring, we gave him this card, you know? And the idea was, because uh, we would tell him, give this to your supervisor, because eventually, you know, we all, we not, I'm going to say none of us, uh, ever remembers what our person, our follower did for the year when we have to do that report at the end of the year. So this was a good way to keep these cards. We put the name on it so that we know, oh, yeah, little Joe got this caught carrying card from the boss on this date and all this stuff. And, and now you got a little bit of a record, you know. And when you write the report at the end of the year, you can write down, got, you know, caught carrying three times or whatever, you know. But that I love that because again that was timely when it happened. She saw you. She gave you this card, kind of like a coin. You know, I we do that. Uh, I got a thank you coin, and I give it to people immediately because I won't remember. And 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 again, like we I said last week, if you remember my JoJo story, uh, why why are you thanking me? Well, you can do it immediately. Thank you for doing that. 
that's what mm-hmm. you just did. Instead of, you know, three months later thinking, what was it that he did that I wanted to recognize him for? doesn't work. But what about if I, what about if I am not that type of leader? You know, there's, you know, all of us have well, be different that type tendencies. of leader. I'm telling you to well, fix you cannot, it. You got the best kind of leader is the leader that it is himself or herself, because there are leaders that have the tendency to think. And there are other leaders that have the tendency to do. Right. And so so you have to combine. And I, I believe that if you're one of those leaders that think, you know, they're very thinking and then respond and you feel like you're going to miss the moment. No, uh, just uh, once you go back to your office or at the end of the day, go through a moment of reflection about what happened to you during that day. And, uh, you know, and, and just uh, send the person a note. I mean, those unsolicited emails that works, that works, or notes, yeah. it, it's uh, it's uh, it's amazing. Right. Uh, but it, it sometimes or go back. Yeah, and, okay. and 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 talk with the people and have the people around them and say, hey, you know, you guys, you did something that really, you know, that goes a long way. It's a message. Yeah, yeah. and that in a way is timely, Google. You know, it, it's just how long, again, uh, in three months, I don't know, if you, let's say you're doing this, uh, what is a feedback every 90 days or something. Can I screw up in 90 days? Yeah. <laughs> yes, so so 90 days ago, you saw me do something great. I've been screwing up since then. And then you write me a note and, and especially t- send it to your boss, to my boss and say how great I was. Wait a minute. This guy's been screwing up since then. You should have mm-hmm. done it right then. Should have done mm-hmm. Because then, like you yeah. say, for the follower, that might ignite them into doing even more. So, yeah. and, and, I, and I think the key with all of this discussion as we finish it out, Lugo, is it, it, uh, what was the, the term that you used about self, self-promotion? Recognition shouldn't be about self-promotion. It's about uh, recognizing people who work for the team, for all of us, so that we can all be better. Absolutely. Uh, it, it, because what you want is to get, in the end, you want the team to be recognized. And that one person, but that's part of that culture, right? And we've talked a lot about culture in the past. But that that, that self-promotion, not a good idea, but recognizing a team member and, and having created a culture that says, say, you know, nobody's above the team. Everyone is for the team. Once, every time you recognize a team member, you're automatically recognizing the entire team. And yeah. that's healthy. That is. And that's where we want to get to. So let's talk. Uh, I don't know. Next week, let's talk about uh, resilience. That was the other topic that, that we started talking. We started talking about preemptive did, resilience. Yeah. Did we talk about that? Well, let's next let's week. Let's do it. We'll see you next week. See you next week. Thank you for listening. We hope today's topic connected with you and help you reflect on the work leaders do to get out of a narrow focus on one future and into a broader range of possible alternatives. If you'd like to connect with us, find us at leadersandfutures.com. And if you would like to learn more about leadership and future studies, we have several programs to help you at the Institute for Leadership and Strategic Foresight. Until next time, be great.